Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, it is episode 619. Getting up there, boys. Hmm. Kurt Geyer speaking from the studio. Eric Hammon from the studio. Doug Schmidt in the studio. Ross Bigger here. Lee Her also in the studio present. Yeah, we're just we're doing the intro here in the studio. This was recorded at the ATA show. Um, Nate, Average Jack, Archery, Huntworth. He's he's representing um, many angles here on this episode. But we talked Huntworth, how he got involved in and and a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, good dude. Another guest we want to get here in the studio. Absolutely. Pretty good buck story too on this one. Yeah, yeah. He, Nate's the man. He is you the can man. tell he knows. He'd be a cool dude to go to and have him tune up your bow and set you up and all that. So, um, really good guy. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, we were long-winded, now doing two episodes a week. We're trying to give you a bullshit session through our ads, and then sometimes we get right to business. Obviously, we don't need to plug Huntworth on this um, because it's very Huntworth-focused. Um, and then some. Uh, but the podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery, Big Time, Huntworth, of course, Old Barn Taxidermy, Trophy Line, Grizzly hunting blinds and coolers, Blackgate trail cameras, Black Ovis, Novix tree stands, Mountain Ops, Deercast, Loophold, Victory Archery. Um, listen to episode 615, Dialed Archery. Um, shit, that was what, 608, 9 in there somewhere? somewhere Scott was there. back on. And then uh, Slick Trick Broadheads. So, by the way, they're launching new heads like left and right at this New heads, new release. Yep. They're going to be. I think we're. Gonna, I think we're going to need some of those. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. And the Scott Archery just dropped a bunch of releases, which New is releases, underneath yep. the outdoor group. Uh, like they did an upgrade on on my hex, my beautiful hex release. I know. I seen that. I'm like, Ugh. I got to get digging in on that. Some bit. You better check it out. Do you got a veteran shout out, Doug? I do. No kidding. This one, uh, he submitted it, and he's the veteran, uh, James Teets. That's what it says. Hell I want to make sure I get that right, so it doesn't sound weird. But he's in the army. It says, "Hey guys, I'm an avid bow hunter." Been a lot of years in between my time in the army and getting back in the woods, but hopefully this season I can get out there and hunt. Only bow hunted, only bow hunted after military. Guns are not for me anymore. So uh, thank you for spending that, James, and uh, thank you for your service, brother. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, a lot. Thanks for your service, man. Appreciate you, buddy. Cheers to James. Hey, Cheers, Cheers. Shoot your bow, Cheers. brother. Cool. Quick intro for you guys. We just wanted to get to this one after you know. What the hell? Alternate. Ross doesn't have a drink. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, Ross? <laughs> All right, we're getting to the episode. Hope you enjoy this one. We'll catch you on the other side. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. 
Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Really, really not that good. Working class Working class bow hunter podcast. Uh, we're at the 2024 ATA show in St. Louis, Missouri. Good old St. Louis. And uh, Kurt's here. Eric. Doug. And Mr. Nate Sellers from Huntworth yes, is sir. joining us. What's up, dude? Not much, man. I'm so glad. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's nice to be like in a like a legit podcast situation. Usually, I'm like I'm like some like dark Zoom. Like I'm in the bat, <laughs> I'm in yeah. like the Bat Cave. You know, yeah. doing a Zoom That's not, podcast with something. It's not the same that way. It's nice to be like face. No, it is. This is super nice. And plus, like every time we talk, we're just on the phone. But which is great, which is fine. But this but is good. This is nice. It's this better than nice. doing a call-in podcast when everybody's here at the show. Oh yeah. To yep. Just oh my gosh, that was get suck. together. Yeah, dude. Who the hell are you, man? You're you're like this is your introductory to the WCB community. Yeah, to like the whole community. Yeah, so I uh, I'm the marketing media manager ish for Huntworth Camo uh, out of Pittsburgh there, which you guys have a long standing relationship with. We're Big so happy. Fans. Yeah, Big yeah. Fans. we love having you guys part of the part of the crew. I love talking to you guys. Love seeing what you guys do on socials. You know, taking. I mean, you guys take our stuff everywhere. Yeah, you know, oh, freaking yeah. everywhere. Killing all sorts of animals. Cool animals. We try. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys, you're you're sticking stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. sticking stuff. I haven't caught up on. Um, what was what was the buck that you named? It was the most recent floppy. floppy. Yeah, I haven't yeah. caught up on that one yet, but I'm excited to listen to that. So, yeah. So I mean, so I work with with Huntworth Camo there out of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, everything from photography and 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 YouTube stuff to doing stuff like you guys, management of things, you know, analytics and data behind the back end, product development, testing. So I wear about a hundred different hats, but yeah, that's that's what I do. And so how did, how did you find Huntworth? Like, did you work? Like, kind of get that. Like, how did you become an employee? Did you just apply? Did they approach you? Like- yeah, I mean, so just like just like you guys, you know, I was working with them. You know, I was just a freelance guy on YouTube. I was doing media for them. Trying to get you to plug that is what I'm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I run a YouTube channel, Average Jack Archery, and also it correlates to my bow shop in Central PA. So Average Jack Archery Pro Shop and Range, sixteen hundred square foot retail and and uh, space, and then sixteen hundred square foot range. Um, but yeah, but I've been doing my own freelance media and stuff for 10 years on YouTube. So I've mm-hmm. covered the ATA show. Um, I've covered the shot show. I've covered, uh, you know, everything from, from manufacturers, done my own how to and tutorials and stuff. And so I was picked up by Homeworth, I think three years ago, right around COVID. And, uh, so I, they sent me some gear, like, try this out. You're in, you're in Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. Let's see how it works. And I freaking loved it. I pulled that oh, shit yeah. out of the box and I was like, this is amazing. I never even heard of them before. Yes. And, uh, and so I tried on their stuff. I was like, this is fantastic. And so we had a real good relationship and I actually went down a couple of times and like looked at some of their new stuff, like the Grayling hoodie and, and, um, you know, the Elkins bibs. I did yep. some prototype, the heat boost stuff, did yep. prototypes for that. And, um, and so then they came to my shop actually and they're like, Hey, you know, we'd love to put some Huntworth in the shop. I was like, cool. Let's do that. And they're like, Hey, also, if you so happen to know somebody who's good at writing in front of a camera, works with camouflage, and can manage people, yeah, we need to, we have a job that we need to fill for them. And I'm like standing behind the counter, like my hand up, like this, like fuck, can I do I that? I'm right here, uh, right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can do that. I was like, I can do that. And they're like, well, you're not going to move to Pittsburgh. I said, do I need to move to Pittsburgh? Like, I don't know. I think we can try it remotely. I tried it remotely for one week. They're like, this is the best decision. We've oh, awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome, best decision. And. Neil and Karen, the owners, are just They're phenomenal awesome. people. Freaking so hilarious. Nice. Yeah. They couldn't be two different people if they oh, tried. I know, I know. They're just, but they're, but they work so well together. What they've done, I mean, been doing this. Dude, they're hustlers. Yeah. Do every single about them. There is not a, like, I could pick up my phone and call Neil at four o'clock in the morning and he would, he'd be on it. Uh-huh. He'd be yeah. on it. He'd respond. Karen's the exact same way. They're just great people. Yeah. And, um, so I'm absolutely loving my job. I bet, um, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So for anybody, I was a middle school English teacher for a decade. So, oh, no kidding. So, yeah. So that was my job in the past. So now instead of managing 10 year olds, I just manage grown ups who are 10 year olds. Yeah. 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 So it's sure. just, Us. Yeah. it's, it's really all I did. That was a diss, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're more priests. You should be offended. I, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Not the worst thing people have said about <laughs> yeah. us. No, I mean, it could have been way worse. Yeah. It could have been way worse. You know, I could have come from, like, the uh, criminal justice system or something like that. Ooh. No, you yeah. know. Hey, still working with still them. Still working with them. for felons. Yeah. Right. yeah. Can't want to hide them tats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, now you you are at a job you can cuss. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I can't Within go. Reason, to, yeah, because yeah, Average Jack Arch is still a family friendly channel, you know. But yeah, yeah but, but on WCB, you cuss. Yeah, we can get, yeah, what the fuck, you know. It's This guy's good. This guy's good. But yeah, no, it, I mean, it really is. It's been so cool. It's been so, awesome. this is, you know, when I was a teacher and I was like, you know, I just don't know if I could do this forever. My dad, I'll never forget my dad looked at me and said, Nate, I don't think you're going to do that forever. I think yeah. one day you will find yourself in the hunting industry. And I was like, there's no freaking way, man. Yeah. There's no, and here I sit. Like well, this is a dream. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I, I think you know, like guys who have a passion like you, and you put in work, you find your space eventually. Some guys, I think, struggle to find it, mm -hmm. but with some hustle in the right areas, you fall into where you need to be. Yeah, I mean that's and that's really what it you is. Know. People, you know, people. You know, I have this conversation all the time. Like, oh, it must be nice. I was like, you know, oh. you're doing, and I'm it like, must if be nice, you people. Freaking understood that. the amount of time and effort that working class puts in, that the Victory Drive puts in, that everybody puts into their social realm. How much money and time and energy and time away from our wife and kids and everything else we yep. put in to grow that it's not this didn't just fall into our lap right we pushed to make this happen well, a lot of people just see us for an hour or listen to us for an hour a week and they think oh that's all you do you just go record and that's it mm -hmm. yeah well you see it with the guys that come in with like a YouTube channel or a podcast and then all of a sudden they're gone and I think a lot either of those guys never took it seriously or wanted to try and make something out of it or they started to and they're like this is so much right and yeah. then they don't have the just family situation the job situation whatever to pursue it further yeah. you know but uh let, let's transition into some huntworth stuff i want to get from inside the huntworth family fit your personal favorite pattern and why oh boy and i don't know if this is going to stir some stuff up for you internally internally you get fired but good <laughs> listen <laughs> listen i will make no bones about it and i think you i think you and i have the same sentiment but the disruption pattern in me at the disruption pattern that i'm wearing i get along with it very very yep. well you look I good on it thank you i appreciate that <laughs> yeah. it matches my eyes yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the disruption but i the reason i wear it when the, when i the very first piece of garment i ever got was the holton which is the heavyweight set in disruption i pulled that thing out of the box and i'm not a digital guy you know i've worn some you know sick i've worn it in the past you, he said it he said, uh, said it, it out we're loud. edit that out and 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 i've worn it in the past and i never liked the pattern i liked how the garments worked but you know i never liked the pattern and then i pulled that disruption out of the box and i was like i don't know why but i told my wife i was like do I like digital pattern? She goes, no, you hate digital pattern. I said, but why do I like this so much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wore it. I wore Tarnan, and almost nine times out of ten, I go back to disruption. See, I, was I don't know why. I love the is. question because everyone has their preference, and it's just whatever it is to you that you feel, I don't know, that you just like. But I love the pattern. Yeah. But it's not because I feel like I can't wear Tarnan. Like, that's the thing. Like, we say that all the time is like, our patterns were coast to coast, con continent to continent. And, yeah. you, and we have people that have taken it. You've got to take it. Africa and Scotland and New Zealand and yep. and Iowa and Pennsylvania. It doesn't matter. It works coast to coast. Just pick your preference. Yeah. I don't know. Disruption just seems to be the one for me. What seems to be, from your perspective, when you talk to people, and you know, I'm kind of keeping the listener in mind. It's like, oh, I'm going to look into some Huntworth stuff. Like, what is the preferred pattern by most customers from what you see? It's really 50 50. Really? And, really? and sales reflect that. Like, when I go and look, like, you know, we'll we'll say, oh, you know, we think Tarnan sells more. Okay, well, I'll punch in. I'll go into the sheets. I'll go in. Like that would have been my guess. And I'll, I'll be guess and, I, and I'll be like, well, actually, it's like a fifty-one forty-nine split. Wow. Oh. It's really, you know, I thought it'd be like seventy thirty. You know, because Tarnan's the newer pattern, and we've had disruption. I think for six going on seven years, and um, and Tarnan was you know twenty eighteen, maybe somewhere in that flavor. Mm -hmm. And but even still, even with Tarnan being even bigger in a retail space, it's still online at least. Our online sales, it's about a sixty forty split at the most. Wow. With Tarnan being yeah. the being the favorite. I would not have expected that. are those the two leaders? Oh yeah, by yeah. far. Even over hidden. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hidden hidden's a great pattern. It was our, you know, original leg and you know, twig and leaf pattern. But we're starting to phase it out because it's just it's not what people are demanding anymore. You know, people right. don't just want to photograph on clothing. Mm -hmm. They want it to actually do something. They want that right. depth perception to come out in the pattern. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not in the picture. We were talking about it um, in one of our like b intros the other day, and we were talking like hidden is really good. I mean, it's a great pattern, but when I think hidden, I want to wear it on like day to day casual wear. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. know. How to, yeah, you know, no, what you, I mean? you, like you, you, you look at hidden, which is a great pattern. We've had it for, oh, for forever. It's over a decade, mm -hmm. and you look at it, and you're like, that would look really good in a hoodie. 
Yeah, like the yeah. Sleeve, that one yeah. with the fl- and the sleeves are in hidden, right? Yep. You never oh, look at that and think, one. "I want to wear that head to toe." Yeah, I mean, it's you know? it's classic. It's a it's a it was a necessary pattern for hunt work. Sure. Like you have to have what do you call it? Twig and leaf. Yeah, you had to have the twig and leaf pattern. That's, yeah, yeah, I got the perfect way to put it. Yeah, it's like it's what people are you know wanted. That's the standard. That's what most people grew up with. I feel like at the time because you guys have had that pattern the long the longest. Is yeah. That, oh, by far. That makes sense. Yep. You know, yeah. but dude, I mean, if you would have launched something like Tarnan in 10, 15 years ago, do you think it would be perceived no, the same? I really don't. I mean, if you think about it, like 15 years ago, it's like 2008, 2009, Realtree and that type. I mean, that yeah. was still that, yeah. again, that twig that and leaf twig idea. And leaf, yeah. you, you couldn't have gotten away with that. At yeah, that yeah. point, there were some other players starting to make different types of patterns. And at that point, they were they were breaking new ground. Especially just like, you know, we have listeners all over. We're like we're talking whitetail world. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, it was for the longest time you were either you were raised like a mossy oak kid or a real tree kid. And to see now from then to where we're at now where it's not that anymore. No. No. Like you go to a store and you see guys wearing tarnin. Yeah. On a on a hoodie, or they're wearing their heat boost jacket out and about. Like, and every time I see somebody rocking Huntworth, I'm always like, I wonder if I know him. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, every single he's, time. He's, he's yeah. our he's our people. Let's go Dude, talk to him. No idea who that guy is. <laughs> no idea. Uh, you know, we're in. Give him the we're in like, wave. We're in like 35 stores across the country. Yeah. Like, I probably know that guy. Yeah, every farm store, I'm like, hey, dude, Huntworth. And he's just like. Who's oh, this dude? guy? Let me alone. He's got tattoos. Yeah. What's his deal? Leave me alone. Yeah, with my kids. Yeah. Get away from me. I'm like, sorry, you know? But like, I find myself doing that. I'm like, don't worth nice. So I like yeah. your shirt. He's like, hey, just take it. Leave me alone. <laughs> you can have it. Shirt. <laughs> That's hilarious. I haven't even bought it yet. <laughs> yeah, you're just still looking at it on the rack. Okay, so now we got the pattern conversation out of the way. I want to, all right, day to day, every hunt, what goes with you on every hunt? What, what from we, from from a clothing perspective, yeah, from a clothing perspective, that new gra- garment, that new grayling hoodie, man, yeah, that new grayling hoodie. If it's if it's cool enough for it, which in Pennsylvania it, it gets cool pretty quick, and particularly in the mountains where I'm at, but that new heat boost grayling hoodie, like I'll wear that in a vest now from like second week of October to like the third week of November, and that's it. The vest is the move, man. It is. You the gotta vest, have the, it, you gotta have the vest. It's the best, the best vest. Like <laughs> we're we're gonna start a one percenter vest club. We've been talking about like. Wait, <laughs> Okay, so that's you're going to invest in vests. Yeah. yeah invest, or not invest, invest, invest. There's so many puns. We could go on. We could keep going. But I think, you know, the hoodie is the, that's been our top pick since. But he's one, right. The, ho- the hoodie with the, the vest hoodie. is. The hoodie, the vest, and Durham pants, man. Like you, you, yeah. you give me those, I'll find a way to make it work. Oh, yeah. yeah. It could be 10 degree. I will find a way for that clothing, for that clothing but work. But you can now get in solids. Yeah, which you can now, yeah, you can get the, you can the get pants. those Durham pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as, I mean, those are my casual wear. Yeah, I wear those right in the now. shop. Are you yeah. wearing them? Yeah. Yeah. I have them, I have them packed to the hotel. I mean, like, yeah. I'm going to wear them eventually. Yeah. Like, those things get worn in the shop. I mean, those are scouting, turkey season, fishing, uh, early archery. It doesn't yeah. matter. I wear those things everywhere. Those do, Durham pants. do the solids do well? I mean, because Huntworth's probably strongest customer base is whitetail guys, yeah. guys and gals. Do the how do the solids do in the whitetail world for the pants? A bunch, a bunch, a bunch. Yeah, it's it's actually, you know, it's less common once the leaves get off the tree. But in that early season, most guys don't care about right. pattern as much because everything's yeah. just so damn green. They're yeah. just like, I just want something comfortable. And a lot of them just buy either the green or the brown Durham pants. Yes, we rocked in Africa. We rocked the solid pants yeah. the whole time. Like, Which is a very comfortable pant. Well, the brown ones are good, and it just like it just worked. I've killed multiple does with my. The brown ones just because it's, so, it's so early, you know. Like, oh, it's like so, you were talking it's so about, universal. You know, it's like, yeah, they're comfortable. You can wear them to the stand. You're not sweating your ass off, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you were to like tell a new potential Huntworth customer and they wanted to get into some garments, what would you be like? All right, start with this, this, and this, and here's why. If you're in the northern part of the country and you're going to experience colder weather, I would say, you know, because in the early season, you know, even though as great the garments are, people can get away. You know, if you're in like Tennessee, Kentucky, you can wear a t-shirt to like almost November. It <laughs> right. seems like, you know, right, right. I'm in Pennsylvania where we can get we can get snow in the first week of October, you mm-hmm. know, in the yeah. mountains where I'm at. So yeah. for me, it's actually, if you're going to like have a garment that'll last you a while, particularly if you live in a cold enough environment, it's the Saskatoon stuff. So that's the vest, that's the Saskatoon jacket, the Saskatoon yep. pants. So you've got a lot of areas to vent. You can stay warm, but it's got heat boost in it. So it's not super bulky. So that'll last you through any firearm season in the country. That'll go through most of your rut time if you live in the northern half of the country. So that's just that's a real good that's a real good option. And then like I said, the Durham pants or any 
the Sheldon hoodie, which is the non-heat boost, or the Grayling hoodie, which has the heat boost, you, they have the integrated face mask. Yeah. Yep. They're just built super well. You can wear them as an overlayer, an underlayer. Yeah, our hoodies are are one of the best selling things we have for very good. That reasons. integrated face mask. That is Sheldon hoodie is so amazing. That was like the one of the Money. first whoever designed that. I know. Yeah. Give that person a raise. Yeah. yeah. I need to buy him a beer. <laughs> I wonder if he's around. But anyway, or she he or she. But I know that hoodie, the Shelton hoodie was probably the first thing. One of the first things. One of the first things. Yeah. One of the first things. Turkey hunting. I wear it every hunt. Every hunt. Yeah. I wear it. It's like it was the first me. garment I wore out. Yeah. Like it was the first garment that I like one day lifted my arm and I was like, there's a hole in my, and there's a hole in the sleeve. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. And then <laughs> yeah. I thought about it while well, I've worn it about, I don't know, 8,000 times. Right. That's fine, right. You know, <laughs> Dude, literally, I'm not kidding. From t- when we started working with you guys, 2021, I have worn that on every single hunt. If I don't have it on, it was hot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've worn it on every hunt until when I killed Floppy. It's literally that's I wear it every no matter what yeah. I'm wearing it. It goes it always goes like um the unders and then throwing shelly and hoodie and then whatever after that to keep yeah. warm. Yeah. yeah. So it's so nice though because I forget my face mask every time you but I'm like right oh there. wait I got one yeah it's right there <laughs> oh, oh yeah. wait I stopped wearing I stopped wearing face masks for that exact for that exact reason I, I would forget mine every time except yeah. in like when it's like you got those mornings where it's real cold but then it warms up in the afternoon because then you're like. I can say yeah. warm in the morning, but then I can just flip it back. Yeah, flip it off or just wear it around the neck for a little bit. Whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, it's, it's so, so versatile. Turkey hunting on the ground, that's, Oof. that saves your I feel ass. Like a, I'm just so hidden. Ooh, just is that a pun? grab him. Is that a pun? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> here. Doug's an engineer, you know that? No, I didn't know that. So he's smarter than all of us? or Yeah. yeah. I try to be. All right. It's the stat. <laughs> I act like it. I, I have mad respect for the stash, by the way, because I cannot grow one. So, yeah, it's like... I mad respect. It looks good in yeah, It so does. People tell me all that. And like, and all the pink bows that you shoot stuff with. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Not pink, but. No, yeah. they're what, blue. What, what color is this year? Blue. Blue this year. Well, yeah, yeah. teal this year. Yeah, teal. Yeah. Yeah, it, you pull it off somehow. Well, dude, let's talk about your season a little bit. I don't want to make the whole thing a, a commercial. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, <laughs> but it's the job, it's right? The job, I, yes. I tell that to people. They, the they'll say the same thing. They're like, oh, I don't want to just talk. I'm like, well, technically, it's like, if we got together at a work party, I mean, like, what else are we going to talk about? That's you what know? we're doing, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's, we're doing. It's actually, we're recording this, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> right. That's the reason, well, I mean, we could be overachievers and have beers, but we're professionals. I mean, <laughs> listen, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's great. You know, are we going to talk ourselves into drinking? Yeah, let's not do this right now. <laughs> we're going to do it after, okay? We don't need to stop the podcast to get up here. But really how'd your season to. go? That's what I'm trying to get. Season one actually super duper well. Dude, I mean, it that's was not a response that we're used to hearing. Dude, no. this this was. I'm so glad you asked me this year compared to last year because okay. last no, year don't bring up last year. Last year was a last. fucking rodeo, this man. Path. This year, this year shot the biggest buck of my life. This year, hey, yeah, hey, all of us. Was, hey, we all did. It was everybody yeah, at the table. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I couldn't believe it. My wife was in the tree with me. She's never hunted. Oh, she's never hunted before. What? Never hunted before. She the, real quick. She went. She the one morning. It's a Tuesday. And she was like, hey, we should go hunting together sometime. I'm like, babe, you don't, you, you don't like ticks. Like, you don't like the outside. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to go hunt. I just want to try it sometime. I'm like, I yeah. saddle hunt. You're going to have to sit in a saddle. You're going to have to climb a tree. You're going to have to do all this sort of stuff. Yeah. She's like, let's just do it. And I was like, okay, well, when do you want to try it? She's like, how about tonight? I'm like, all right. So I called oh, up, I called up babysitter. It was my grandmother. She's like, yeah, I'll do whatever. And I was like, well, dear, I have, <laughs> I have like a doe killing spot not too far from the house. Like, we'll walk in. It's a decent walk. It's PA. It's all uphill. Yeah. But I was like, it's easy. It's logging roads and stuff. And we'll just, we'll get like 10 foot of a tree because she doesn't do heights either. Yeah. So I went in with a giant 20 foot steel ladder. So she, I didn't have to do individual <laughs> sticks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm six four. My wife is five three. So like cool. climbing, you know, the step difference, you know. Yeah. So I brought, I bolted that. I mean, I'm making, I sound like a freaking elephant, China shop, yeah. you know, and I'm making all this noise. I put the thing up there. She gets 10 foot off the ground. She's like, I'm done. I can't go any higher. So I put the platform on. We sit together, put the camera arm over to her, and we're just having a good time. And not expecting to see a not damn expecting thing. to see a damn thing. And <laughs> yeah, we're, sit- we're sitting <laughs> yeah. there, and all of a sudden I look down the ridge, and here comes nine long beards. And I'm like, she's never seen turkeys before in person like this. I was like, don't move. They'll freak out. Yeah. Real easy. Yeah. They came and fed around us. They're all like half puffing at each other. Oh, they ended awesome. up roosting right behind us. I mean, she got the witness really cool. We were watching for 15 minutes, and I looked down the ridge again, and I saw antlers, and he's huge. The video's on my channel, the Average Jack Archery channel, and I could see his right side, and I was like, holy shit, this deer is big. Here we go. And I'm in central Pennsylvania, so like, and he's about, he's every bit of a 130-inch deer, which in PA for an eight-point is massive. Yeah, that's yeah. a big eight. On, pub, on public land. And I saw him, I was like, babe, this is the biggest deer I've ever seen on the hoof. She, and she's like, I can't see him. And I was like, well, get the camera over there. She's like, I cannot see him. I was like, oh my gosh. 
And so he comes up, <laughs> so and then this, coach her and then this I am, I'm trying to teach her, oh, like, man. a $3,000 camera rig like that. And then this little basket comes with him, and I'm like, shoot, I'll shoot him, too. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And they both, and they they fought right in front of us. The big one makes this rub and, like, bends this tree in half. He makes yeah. scrape, everything. Well, she had the camera pointed, but she couldn't tell that in the viewfinder, she got the whole thing on film. Got the whole thing on film. <laughs> oh. Had no freaking no idea. idea. No kidding. Yeah. And then he ended up working his way at 25 yards, and I absolutely laced him. And um, and he ran down over the hill, and I was like, hey, this deer's big. I don't think you'll be able to move him. Plus, she's done the whole blood and guts thing anyway. So I called my neighbor, and I was like, hey, can you come help me move this deer? Yeah. And we showed up to this thing, and he was e-freaking-norous. I know in the Midwest, you guys get corn-fed stuff. These, yeah. get, these things live off laurel buds and, and right. acorns. Right. He was probably every bit of 250 pounds in the hoof. Oh, that's damn, a big Which is a, a big huge, deer. I mean, just huge. I got over 100 pounds of meat off that deer, which I've okay. never come close to that. What was her reaction to it? Did she like, realize how big a deer it was, or when did she I br- just not know? When I, br- when I eventually got it home, and I pulled up in the truck, and I pulled it out, and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 6'4", I'm a really decent dude, and I could put his antlers around me. No kidding. Yeah, but without having to turn. That's, right? like, that's how sign. wide yeah. he was. Yeah, We like that. Eric Bucks, Steve Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just he had mass all the way out, and and he was just an enormous body. Yeah, I think here. she needs to go hunt with you more yeah, often. What? Well, so then the yeah, cool. <laughs> now now you're in trouble. So then we went to Ohio three weeks later, and she's like, "I'll go out with you." And I was like, "All right, Let's go, go man." We're like, "Good luck, Mister Mister Wright." We sat out there and didn't see a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we froze our asses off, and didn't see a damn thing. She's like, "This sucks." So I'm like, in. "This is what hunting is really like, dear. Yeah. Yeah. You witness like 20 years of hunting experience in one single hunt, but then like, that's oh, yeah. that's even worse because she's gonna be like, "Well, we went out." one time and you killed you killed a buck it's like how come you can't do this every time yeah it's like, yeah well, why do you yeah. go hunt so much <laughs> yeah it was yeah. pretty easy it's easy <laughs> i said i kept i kept trying to read it. i was like you have no idea what special event you just witnessed yeah i was like that is a person's biggest deer that only comes like two three times a person's lifetime yeah, for sure and you got to witness that Did one she kind of realize that was she i think i think eventually she kind of picked up on it because like I, I pulled out all the other racks of pa bucks i've shot that are in my basement you know in my shop yeah. and I'm, I'm like holding up and i'm like do you see the Look, size yeah like the biggest i shot at that point is like a 110 in pa yeah, which right. that's a good deer in pa but you hold it up against the 130 and you're like oh yeah yeah it's Lord. a different different for sure yeah it's a dude big that's difference. awesome yeah that is awesome look at us just yeah. a bunch of killers biggest buck killing Sons of guns. Hunt worth wearing. Hunt Hunt worth wearing. (laughs) Good looking. (laughs) I don't know. That's awesome. I don't know. That's a good story. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And then I I didn't kill anything in Ohio, but I went on and had a successful time there. I did end up shooting the smallest buck I've ever shot in the state of Indiana. Hey, me too. Yeah, it was highest and lowest. I shot my biggest hit, my smallest. Yeah, he was an absolute dink, but I shot him at 47 yards, and I absolutely laced him. Oh, I dropped a bomb, too. It was was a bomb. worth. He couldn't see you. No, he couldn't. He had no freaking idea. And he has it was a pro shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, be able to shoot. as I as I came back to full draw on this thing, I'm like, I know he's for every bit of 47 yards, and I'm like, if I don't nail this shot on camera, I'm going to get a lot of crap in the comments because like, <laughs> what's the point of a shot if you can't shoot a bow, man? Yeah, you bet. man, my bow's out of tune. I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't have that excuse. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, it's like you don't have a press in your backyard, man. Come yeah. on, fix it. No, <laughs> yeah, so That's yeah, hilarious. it was just it was just it was just awesome. Everything was good. You know, I uh, it was just. Lots of good camaraderie, lots of good time, safe travels, good deer. It was just a, it was just a fantastic season. So oh, I, awesome. I could not complain whatsoever. It's good to hear, dude. That's co- that's cool, man. Having, I, I just wonder, someone who doesn't see deer and see deer die, like, did she really like take it in? That's that's a cool thing to like think about. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it's as someone who lives around hunting, but she doesn't hunt or experience the hunt. But it was cool, you know, my, so I have two daughters, a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, and the eight-year-old has no interest in, in hunting whatsoever. She's she's kind of a tree hugger. But the six-year-old freaking loves this stuff, man. She yeah. thinks it's cool as shit. She's yeah. like, Daddy, I want to go turkey hunt with you, you know, and that kind of stuff. And so when I brought that giant deer home and I showed her, the, we watched the videos together and, and you know, so the, what is the antlers, the an, yeah, the antlers are in the <laughs> shop, you know, so she sees it. Daddy went out and got that thing. Yeah. I, She's starting to she's starting to come to the dark side a little bit. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. wanting to shoot a bow. I mean, she's a peanut, but she wants to shoot a bow. She wants to do Yeah, what stuff. time? What time? So that's it's it's cool. You know, that I I feel like this year kind of started that concreting for it. Kind of kicked cool. it yeah. off. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's really cool. All right, next question. I know you have your shop and I'm most of your taxidermy probably goes to the shop, I would assume. Maybe not. Do you have taxidermy in your house? What? Like deer taxidermy, shoulder mounts. No, this is the biggest deer I've ever shot worth shoulder mounting. So as, is it going in this the house the, or the shop? Oh, he's going in the shop. In the shop. Okay. Yeah, he's so the way my shop is set up, it's a long, skinny rectangle. And so I have my bow racks, like where my Elite, my uh, Matthews and stuff like that are. 
it faces the door. So I got him like a full sneak mode with his ears pinned back. Oh, cool. So like when you first open the door, he's going to be staring right down the barrel at you from 10 foot in the air. <laughs> right his, his antlers right over top of you, just ready That's to cool. freaking That's roll. Awesome. So every I time someone walks in, you see my deer? Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> well, it's, the coolest right part there. about having a shop <laughs> with that is everybody walks in, they're like, you know, what bow should I shoot? What broadhead should I shoot? And I always say like, well, this deer was killed with this and this deer was killed with this and this deer was killed with this. And it, ha- it helps people out a lot. You know, people mm-hmm. often ask me, do I need this, this, and this? I'm like, well, all this deer was killed with this. And so it's yeah. really cool to actually have, even though I have a lot of just regular racks, you know, just skull caps there in the shop, even though it's not a big deer, it just gives concrete evidence to that somebody yeah. that that works. If right. that's something you, I had confidence in, you can have confidence in it too, which is yeah. neat from a retail perspective. That's a good point. For sure. I was asking the taxidermy question because... You know, some guys' wives aren't always cool with like deer in the living room or yeah. gotta be in the basement or whatever. So I was gonna see like if how she was on that because she was with you, so you have to be able to maybe change her mind. So now she yeah. wants all the deer in the living room now. Yeah, but you don't really have that the vibe. No, you know I, what I mean? and I and I actually truthfully I feel like the shop in particular being that archery space, it deserves to have the shoulder mounts. Yeah, you know, yeah it deserves yeah. to have that. You know, most sure. guys don't have that, right? So they have yeah. to have the man cave. They have mm-hmm. to have something. Have yep. to have something. But also, I don't. I mean, I, I shoot Dink Central, man. I mean, all my, <laughs> boop, you know, that's yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's well, what we shoot. You know, it's a different world, man. You know, like I don't know much about PA. I've been to PA one time. Was when we were there for Harrisburg. Oh yeah, and. uh you know, I I was surprised by the terrain when we were driving. Yeah, yeah. more hilly. Oh, I mean, you saw the flat part of Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, coming in, we went through a hilly spot, and then it, I don't know if that's considered the hilly part. What I was, it'd be Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, the hilly spots where I'm at north of eighty, like on the like up up in the actual mountains, like McKean Potter, like up yeah. up in that. That's where people have like deer camps. Like that's where that's where Pennsylvania gun hunting tradition is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My shop's right in the middle of the state. Right by Penn State University. So actually, a lot of people come up out of the south, drive on the major road that goes past my shop to go to deer camp. Oh, cool. So I get a bunch of transient guys like that week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm headed up to deer camp this week. Want to get my boat checked out. Season's over. And, I'm, and I won't see those guys again until next Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I see them. Like that, right? and, that, yeah. and that happens. Cool. So, yeah, I mean. Location, Pens- location, location. Yeah. Amen to that. Pennsylvania <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania's tough. We have, we have a bunch of public, but it's. A lot of hunters in Pennsylvania. But a lot of hunters, a lot of hunting pressure, and not a lot of food. And so, big timber. Yeah, big big timber. timber out there. And the game commission stuff's getting better at, you know, helping to clear cut and get more natives and stuff growing in there. Mm-hmm. But even still, it's a long, slow process. I yeah. feel this is uh might be a controversial statement, but I feel like Michigan and PA from an outsider's perspective of a lot of the uh, similar hunting culture qualities and like buck, uh, buck quality. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, I hope that's not a, I don't care if it's a, no, I mean, it's, no, it's fair. (laughs) What am I saying? I don't give a shit. I don't come hunt your crappy state. Yes. I'm not dissing. You and your tiny ass deer. I don't give a shit. I come from Illinois. Yeah. I'm not dissing, but we got one twenties behind every tree out here. They're everywhere. You guys can keep your 40 inch six points. Um, but, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, though. I'm not. I'm not hating, but it just, to, from an outside perspective, it seems it's just different. It's different than like the corn fed, yeah, mi- Midwest, Midwest. Mm-hmm. You know? I will. I will say the one benefit we do have over Michigan is that we do have antler restrictions statewide. Oh, statewide, statewide antler restrictions, and so a lot of the a lot of the counties in the western half of the state where you guys would have driven through are actually four on one side. Oh, okay. And in my part of the state, and a lot of the state, it's three on one side. So it actually has increased the overall age bracket. Now the oh. deer have gotten better. Like that eight point would not have lived to the age he was if there wasn't any restrictions. That deer was every bit of four or five years old. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But if you because if you don't give that deer in Pennsylvania that first gun season to just figure out how to not die, yeah. he will die. Right. And so when he's a four point, when he's a spike, when he's a little half rack five or or something like that. In years past, he's dead. Well, now he's got a gun season under his belt. Now he's got all of archery season, and he knows how to not die for another year. That makes yeah. sense. And I, never, actually, I never looked at it that way. It has helped yeah. out tremendously antler restrictions, the quality of deer that we have in Pennsylvania. we Sure, are we seeing 150s? No, not all the time. But the quality of deer as an age bracket has just generally gotten better, and so we do see yeah. better quality deer. I wouldn't mind that deer. rule just being everywhere. Yeah, but does it? Let's what are you gonna do if you it? see let's, a world record six pointer? Isn't it? Isn't it? Well, well, you yeah. can't shoot it. You can't shoot it. Isn't it? It's got to be four up. Four. It's three up. So excluding the brown time. Oh, okay. so so part of the state is so like here, you know, on here it, it excludes it excludes the brown time. So three up, or in my part of the state, it's just got to be three points. Three okay. points including the brown time. So that includes any point. Yeah, and, yeah. And they consider maybe. that three up. So what if this instead of a two, there was a drop? 
Could you shoot it? That's an interesting question. We don't get we don't see a whole lot of non typical deer in PA. Because I've always heard it's got to be three up. One so down. they have one down. You're screwed. But what if? Yeah, like what if instead of a G three, there's a drop like that? Or what if he has I'll two in the split? I'll, I'll shoot it and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that. Why? <laughs> you know, most people would probably, but I, you know, antler restrictions. I'm for it. I mean, yeah, I don't really have a reason to it's, be against it's, it's, it. When, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like when, when I talk to people who don't live in a state where they have eight bazillion hunters and there's not quality deer food right. and deer, they're just like, yeah, whatever. I could take it or leave it. I'm like, yeah. well, because you don't live, no offense, you don't live in a place where you really need it. No, we the don't. Number yeah, of, true. The number yeah. of hunters in particular is a huge thing. People don't understand that. Like, they're like, oh, Iowa, Illinois, Kansas, you know, northern Missouri. I'm like, yeah. the freaking number of people just aren't there. You just don't have. We have more something. archery hunters in Pennsylvania than Iowa has total deer hunters. That's crazy. That is, if you think about that, think about the number of dudes walking around with bows and crossbows in Pennsylvania is bigger than the entire hunting population well, of that Iowa. Crazy. That's insane. I have and you're like, list. how does anybody, how does a deer even make it? Yeah, you know right. I mean? How do you guys have any deer left? Yeah, it's really... <laughs> It's really a, it's really an interesting an interesting dichotomy. Oh, I, oh, PA fell out of our top five. PA is in our top ten listener states, but Michigan is our number two listener state currently. Yeah, which t- which makes total sense. But PA was always it, it, they're in the top ten. I think they might be sixth. You guys might be sixth. Um, PA has always been huge for us. There's so many hunters there. Yep. Yeah, you know, and and the Harrisburg show is our most requested show to go back to, but so far for us. And yeah, it's a post. It's nine days. You know, I'm not yeah. nine days. We always get like, I don't know, not shade really, but guys like you should really hunt PA so you like know what it's like. I'm not saying I never would, but but also like right now we don't need to. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, no, um, but I would do it one day to just like see what it was like. It'd be cool yeah, to go to the hills, maybe. but but in my head, I got, I, I got way too much other stuff I want to do first before I go to PA. Yeah, yeah, but like what I'm saying <laughs> is like if we went, you know, like we, we can't kind of fun. We can't go there and hunt it like we're gonna, especially with the standard that we're hunting. In, Illinois and Iowa, right. Wisconsin and Missouri, like you know, like you said, it's like one thirty is a mega. Oh yeah, if you shoot a one thirty inch deer in PA, you you take that into the center of town at the local gas station, and you open up that tailgate, and you just wait. There's a crowd, and people will just start coming because they're <laughs> they what's over there? What's that? You, you know, yeah. you, you take a picture on you'll you'll take a picture on Facebook, be like, hey, I'm sitting down at the Seven Eleven at the corner of Washington and Fourth, and yeah. people and people are like, oh shit, I'm going to go see Terry's deer. Yeah, yeah. honey, I'll be back. Uh, keep dinner warm, and he'll go down just to just to just to bullshit. Drink he's stone ice in the yeah. parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> <laughs> they're tailgating in the parking lot. Like the ice, Keystone yeah. ice. You gotta have the ice. You can't, daddy, just, daddy. You can't, no, no, you know Keystone light. Yeah. Do you ever drink any beer with the word ice in it? It's the fucking awful. So that wasn't a diss on PA. Oh, so that's I, good. You, you laughed. I thought, it's good. No, no, you said that, and I was like, oh man, I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> that's and me. Someone shows up with bush heavy, and it's all over. Oh, oh yeah. it's just. I always just feel bad. Like kick him out of PA and be like, "What would you see tonight?" It's like oh, I passed up a 120, and it's like, "What? Like, why would you do that?" What are you doing? You know, yeah. I, I love yeah. it. I love talking about like the differences because I mean, I'm, I know how good we have it from mm-hmm. a quality standpoint mm-hmm. in Iowa, Illinois. I also know that you don't just go sit one season and never hunt it there. I mean, some people go and kill like a 150, but they're not like plentiful, like around every tree. Somebody that from central PA might think or central wherever they're around. The chance of killing one is better than yeah. it was. It is in those states, you know. Um, so I think it'd be cool to like go and like adjust. I don't. Know, to me, I think it'd be more fun because I feel like I'd be way less picky. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like throw us in one of them big timbers, I'd be like, I don't even know what the hell to do. Yeah, right. a, good, a, a good, a good yeah. blend for. I tell this to a lot of the guys in the Midwest that are like, you know, I'd really have noticed. A PA is PA is a, a difficult to travel. You think about it, it's like five hours edge to edge because it's so mm-hmm. damn long. So like, it's yeah. not fun to travel to PA, and then when you get there, like. Why did I drive like twelve hours to go shoot a ninety inch deer? <laughs> that yeah. sound fun to me. Yeah, so I yeah. tell people Good if point. you really have an interest, is actually going to like Eastern Ohio. Like that's actually because oh. it's got flat. It's not as nearly as mountainous, sure. but it still will kick your ass. Like it's so, it's got a good mixture of both. Our our resident PA people are Rachel and Andy. Which did Rachel and Andy get hooked up with Huntworth? I believe. Uh, I think so. I, I know. I, I think I've talked to Andy at least once. I yeah. think yeah. so. I think Rachel was talking with Karen. Because it was either you or Karen reached out and said, "Hey, what's your guys' relation to Rachel and Andy?" I'm like, I think I did. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it was friends. It's like awesome people and they're killers. And 
so they're like what I consider is like PA big buck killers. They're up there. Oh, they're, me, they're you know? yeah, they're whacking some big deer. They're, by the, I believe they're Western PA. Yeah, they're, they're close they're to the Ohio, better, I think. They're in the better dirt, yeah, by far. Dirt, they got yeah. the good dirt. They got the good dirt out there. <laughs> yeah, they got that there. white privilege hunting ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is that offensive? Judges? <laughs> Judges? No? Good? We're good. Okay. We're good. Judges say we're good. Right. <laughs> we, uh, oh, okay. Young boy approves. Okay. We're good. You know, okay. We got judges in here. But no, it's uh I, I think it's fun to talk about. And you know, especially we should talk about it more probably. Mm-hmm. We probably should have more PA and Michigan people on the podcast. For sure. Be, you know, to cater to that strong listener group. But that one thirties group. That one th- the one the one thirty max group. <laughs> no, I love it though. I that mean could be, that could be the title of the episode, one thirty max. <laughs> yeah, one thirty max. Dude, uh, so is that considered a mountain buck? Would you consider that a mountain buck? Where I was at? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I would say probably the closest ag to that deer is five miles. Oh, no kidding. Minimum. Wow. And when I say ag, I'm talking a hay field. Oh. Like, yeah. I'm not talking corn, There's soybeans. No There's nothing. And if there is, it's we're talking less than 10 acres cumulative. I mean, these deer... The, these deer are literally living off the salt of the earth, and that's it's that makes it cooler, man. I just think. tree bark and leaves. You got a picture of that deer on you? You got your phone on you? Yeah, somewhere. Let's see that baby, yeah. dude. That it's been a good season for a lot of guys. It's kind of been uh, back and forth. I hear, uh, I hear pe- some people are like ah, I just didn't see the deer I wanted to hunt or whatever. But then like you killed your biggest buck first. A lot of people I talked to this year has had a really good season. Well, there's a, a lot of really good and really ones. Um, frustrating messed up yeah i feel like my season could have been i almost could have catered to i'm having a rough season like especially at first like starting with my elk mishap mm-hmm. and then that buck early season i was like what is wrong with me right. like I, i'm like i'm slipping bro yeah and uh you almost just like hustle out you you can hustle yourself out of bad luck oh yeah but most people take your situation and just not go anymore like, yeah sure i almost did bro i almost I know. did I, I was talking to the ogs i'm like I'm quitting. I'm done. I'm done bow hunting. I'm a sad boy. Quitting the podcast. I'm quitting the podcast. Yeah. Nate's got to scroll through all his nudes. To yeah, I was just going to say, I got to get through my dick pics there. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's like, the thing is, is you look at him and you're like, oh, he looks decent. But then you get like, what, He's what, got pe- good base. Yeah. what people Massive. don't understand is like, a lot of people look at that and they don't understand that I'm like six foot four, 220 <laughs> that pounds. That is true. Right. You got to pack that in. And then you look, oh, at, the whole, yeah, then you look at the whole body of the deer and you're like, oh shit, they're the same size <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah, um, that's a good point. And man. for PA to have a deer, so when I took, so I did, I don't know how to cape a thing out. I've never had anything big enough worth getting mad. I mean, you look again. You just look at the body on him compared yeah, to me. He's, he's a huge. Tanker. That's he's a just, midwestern deer. man. That's a midwestern deer in the middle of the mountains of Nowhereville in Pennsylvania. He got lost. Yeah, he did. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like you know, and I don't, you know, my doe killing spots and stuff like that. I don't run cameras, so I never oh. expect to see something <laughs> like that in that area. I want to now. I, awesome. I want to now. Um, but when I took him, I took him to the processor to get him caped out because I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never had to before. Yeah. And so I just had him process him the rest of the way. And he said, hanging, you know, completely, you know, hanged for aging and everything. He was the biggest deer they'd seen in there in 33 years. No, wow. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest Pennsylvania deer they've seen in there in 33 years. And wow. he's like, Nate, I've been doing this my entire life. I've never, this thing was a cow. And I go and I, cause I'd drop it off at night. They were already closed. So, you know, I have like a walk in cooler. And I said, Jason, this thing's huge. And he yeah. goes, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's yeah, huge. Nice. And then he, sh- and then he calls me the next morning while I'm working. And he goes, oh, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I opened up the cooler and it blocked the doorway of this giant walk in cooler. He's like, like what, what the- state did you kill this what thing? What is yeah. this thing? I said, I shot that up on the mountain. He's like, the fuck you did. He's like, there is no there's way. No and I said, way. I, and I said, I'll, I'll drop you an on X pen. I said, he's like, oh yeah, you really did shoot it up there, didn't no you? Shit. So yeah. the gut pile. How, yeah. how old do you think that deer was? It, every bit of four at least. Yeah, I'd at say maybe, minimum. maybe more with a mighty more with that body. That yeah. yeah. Especially to- like mountain bucks, you know, I know Midwestern deer, but like big body like to that. Put on, mm-hmm. To put on that much weight and to hold it, I mean, he's yeah. had to have had it for a while. So he's, like I said, he's at least four, if not five. I, I, didn't, I didn't pull the teeth. Older, man. Yeah. I mean, the way you're talking about his body and the terrain yeah. he lived in, I wouldn't, I, I would just for the sake of it, yeah, he's five. <laughs> you know, who's going to argue with you? Again? Right. It's that's like, always impressive. He, he probably hear, was, really. Yeah. You know? Biggest body deer in 33 years. Yeah. That's, that's saying something. He's, that's and, he's, and he's like, we really, we like to keep track of that because they do a lot of work with our game commission oh, to see the right. health of the herd because yeah. where, they're, where we're located, you know, in our deer density. 
they they're kind of the litmus test. You know, they always you know they go they'll fly the drones over and do the thermal imaging and stuff. Right, but we right. really got to watch our deer per square mile because we, oh. we you know our doe our doe is not just free range. You have to sign it for a particular management unit to shoot does out of that. And it's a lot. It's a it's a first come first serve. So if the tag gets filled or not, so it, they the game commission uses him a lot as a litmus test, like how many deer are really getting killed in a particular area, right? And so he really keeps track of all that data. General, they'll they'll just kind of ballpark off the tooth and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, we weigh every deer that comes through here, and he's like, I could not believe it. He's like, I pulled up the computer, punched in the Excel sheet, and could not find a number bigger. See, than your that's number. cool. That's awesome. that is awesome. That makes it even cooler. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you need to like print something out next to the mount for your shop that like you need a full body mount that thing yeah i i I was sitting there thinking like do i have like six grand you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i do but he was man and i because i had called the uh the taxidermist i was like i got a big big deer and he's like yeah okay okay i've heard it heard that doing taxidermy for 40 years in pennsylvania and i pulled up and he filled his entire cape and his skull and everything filled a standard igloo cooler Oh, like yeah. Coleman cooler, yeah, yeah, like a normal whatever that is, twenty quart cooler, or something yeah. like that. And his antlers are spilling out of the side, and I just dropped him on his counter. And he goes, "Oh shit, you did shoot a big deer. <laughs> this is a big freaking deer. That's awesome. Man. We actually had to get a uh, um, a mold for it that was a Midwestern neck. Oh, like I believe the, that. The, the oh, yeah. neck. He's like, this. I don't do that very often. That's cool. So, so it makes it cooler, man. You killed a fully mature buck that was just a hog. A job, oh, yeah. You know. By complete accident. Just a mountain beast. <laughs> I love yeah. that's best part, yeah. though. Like, you go in to kill part. a doe, and yeah. you're, like, you're already down on your luck. Who would have thought it carrying in a metal a ladder and oh, just and making w- all kinds of noise? My wife's walking through the leaves like a 400-pound woman is, carrying Walmart bags. And it's just, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a little it's like everyone's trying yeah. to be the quietest possible. And Sometimes, yeah. though, like, I, I notice, I, like, I the quietest I, I am. The quieter I am, quieter the are. worse the hunting is. Like, if I make a bunch of noise by accident, yeah, the better the hunt is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Always people make these cool videos, you know, like, I have six years of history with this buck, and for me, it's just five minutes, you know. <laughs> yeah. I saw him five minutes <laughs> ago. saw five minutes ago, cool. you know. <laughs> video is pretty short. <laughs> Dude, pretty short documentary. I love it. Congrats on an awesome season. Yeah. Thanks, Congrats, I appreciate man. you being such a good partner to us and being cool yeah, to you work with. Yeah. It helps having, like, a good, like, Beyond a business relationship, sure. where we can be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing right now?" And yeah. it's like, it's it's nice. So yeah. thank you for that. No, thank you guys, man. So. It's it's a super pleasure working with you guys. It really, really yeah. is. I well, made it made my job ten times easier when I came on board. It really did. Well, it well, really, really did. I know. I'm glad we can make it easy. Listeners yeah. get it, but like you know, you guys sponsor the show, but I look at it as a partnership, not just like you bought ad space because. If it didn't work or we weren't happy with it, we wouldn't wear it and talk about it the way we talk about it. Sure. We legitimately wear it. We Everywhere. use it. We're proud of it. We rock it. And uh, it's the shit, dude. You can buy top tier hunting clothing for not a lot of money at yep. damn near any farm store in the Midwest right now. Yeah. Yep. You guys in particular live that in the retail space. Yeah. And yeah. It, and that's, and like I said, when I came on board and I was like, oh shit, work class bow hunter. Rowdy. Boys. I know exactly who these, like, I knew who you guys were. I was like, they're big potatoes, man. No, you know? easy. No, then, no, no. no. You, remember talking. Remember talking about me, and and so I came on. <laughs> I came on board, and Karen's like, "No, they're pretty. They're pretty cool dudes." And I remember texting you. I think first time, you're like, and you and you were like, "Yeah, man, let's let's just talk about stuff." And yeah, yeah. and it is. So yeah, no, you guys do. You guys do great work here. We're super happy to be part of the team and and be part of it. And you're right. It's a two way street. Yeah, and yeah. we really do appreciate. It's got to be that way, man. Because if it's not one, it sucks for everybody. Oh, for everybody, all. it sucks for the listener because we've all seen. And watch them early 2000s hunting shows where it's like, this episode's brought to you by Huntworth. And then it's like, that's it. Lay your, <laughs> lay your full Credits. line of clothes in yeah. front of the deer. And, you know, there's there's a time and a place for all of that stuff. But, I mean, it, it's dude, not if genuine. It, if it sucked, we would fucking use it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, we just wouldn't. We wouldn't take it to Africa and coos deer hunting in Mexico and bear hunting and all the shit we do. Yeah. And so, if it sucked, you could tell us about it. And it's a very good chance. That Something is would get fixed. so big. And that kind of goes back to the beginning. We we're talking about like Karen's hustle. Yeah. Karen kind of like, Curtis, you need to tell me if something needs change. Oh, so, I need to know about it. Yeah. Like, all right, all right. Uh, she calls you Curtis, which makes me just laugh like on the motherly. inside. Yes. Because it's like, yeah, Kurt, you know, and it's, yeah. like, no, no, Curtis. And I was yeah, like, Curtis. Okay, Curtis. My name is Curtis, but it's yeah. like, as an adult, I just go by Kurt. But yeah, it's, but, <laughs> but she is. She's the Huntworth mom. She is. She takes care of all of us. We're, we're just your kids. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have base layers. <laughs> I did, and then uh, I wanted to try the new. I didn't have the new base layers. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm like, hey, can I get a set?" She says, "You haven't had them the whole time." I'm like, "No, I, it was just now getting cold." Like, why the fuck did you <laughs> tell me you didn't have? Them? Like, 
she, I they thought scold you had them. You. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I then she feel called, bad asking for stuff. She you know? called me and goes, did Kurt tell you? I was like, I had no idea. Why didn't you ask him? And I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm like causing a stir up at yeah. home with HQ. I'm like, my bad. It's like, I told her, like, I feel bad like asking for like another jacket to like, you ask for anything you need, we'll get it to you. You got to have the stuff. And I'm like, all <laughs> she's right. Like, tear just... the whole company apart. Hurt us needs his stuff. Yeah. So uh, she's just she awesome. The mom. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know. I just don't, you know, we get, when we get a partner, or, you know, whatever, they get us what we need and we rock it and use the shit out of it. And then just I don't want to be like, asking hey, for more. Can I get more? Yeah. Right. You know, that feels weird, but, uh, yeah, we don't have to feel that way with Karen, even though we always will. <laughs> we always. Oh will, yeah, I know? still do. I work in the building. <laughs> can and I, I take st- this? I don't be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, can I borrow this shirt for a picture? Yeah, just take it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> what are you doing? I'll bring it back. <laughs> no, like, I bring it back. Yeah, it's like, no, we Stop. don't want your armpit stains back. Yeah. Just keep so, it. So I'll tell you this Stop too. Asking. So I never used to wear this. Is the last quick story about Karen. I never used to wear my hunting clothes out and about. Like, so I would never like wear the heat boots vest and go. To, to dinner, dinner or, or go get a beer, even to the studio. Like my hunting clothes have always been my sacred hunting clothes, mm-hmm. and one because I didn't want to have to like buy more because the other, you know what I mean? It's yeah. expensive, especially when I was younger. I didn't want to wear out my camo and yeah. all that. And uh, I did a Zoom call with Karen, and I didn't have any. I had a different jacket on, and she's like, "Why don't you wear your your stuff like casual?" I'm like, "Well, I don't want to like wear." It. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I, I could just ask you for another one. So now I just <laughs> wear it. All the time, like out on the tractor, everything, and so I was like, "Well, I, I just so I'm wearing my hunt worth stuff casually yeah. now." Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Do you? I, you know what I mean? Oh that yeah, I, I do. I'm the same way. Like, like, I, I won't wear wearing my hunting clothes out, but yeah, I'm like, you feel guilty almost. Like yeah, I just I'll just try and wear this stuff out. You know, Karen won't be mad if I'm like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah, I went to shovel snow the other day, and I wasn't. I was just wearing an old winter jacket. My wife's like, "Why aren't you wearing a heat boost?" And I was like, "Oh, you're right. I should wear that. I should be ten that. times better." Yeah, and I threw that thing on. Yeah, you feel guilty because you don't did. want to tear it up. Yeah, I'm out there exactly freezing right. my ass off. <laughs> well, then, yeah, but then I then I wasn't. You know, yeah, it's like a I don't know. It's like a hunter thing. Plus, you like the, the whole scent thing. Oh yeah, know. and I was like, I have a everyday hunt work jacket and a vest. I feel bad when I'm out there just ripping my two stroke snowblower. You know, with a camo jacket on my like, nice hunt work jacket yeah like, now i'm gonna go wash it and- <laughs> yeah but we, we don't need to feel that way but dude thank you so much no thank, thank you, you. congrats yeah, on the deer you. too yeah, congrats you. i'm glad thank we tapped you. into that yeah that was, that was cool we need to get you cool. out I'm, we're trying to lock down like a wcb lease and it's like impossible to find a lease now and no, i can only imagine but i want to have like a spot that's just even if it's a little piece where, like our partners can come in for a few days and hunt yeah like a midwestern experience you know so Hopefully we can get that going. You come out and hang out, stay in the studio, and get 100%. you in the studio and all that. So yeah, get you a nice one thirty. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. one thirty max. One thirty max. It's like max. you know, Midwest is like hey, what, three what, points. What's it? Yeah, three points on the uh, side. Yeah. One thirty max. Yeah. We set we set you on a uh, what do they call it? A trophy fee. There's a trophy. Oh, yeah. Trophy. Yeah. Yeah. If it's over three points, it's over three points. For every if it's inch over one thirty. It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> every like, inch. Fuck. <laughs> Told oh, you not boy. to shoot this one. Yeah, she's like a two twenty. Oh. Huntworth's going to be a sponsor for a yeah. while. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, dude. Well, thank you. Thank you, good. Oh, yeah, plug your YouTube and all that stuff, and we'll, I'll put the video to your hunt. Yeah, there. so check out Average Jack Archery on YouTube. Uh, if you live in the northeastern part of the country, actually, we ship stuff all over the country, so you want to check out Average Jack Archery Pro Shopping Range in Phillipsburg, yeah. PA. We we deal in a bunch. We deal in Elite Bows. We're their big seller for us, dealing a whole bunch of other different brands. Um, so yeah, if you want to check us out, you're welcome to come down to the shop personally, reach out, we can ship them stuff or just check out the YouTube channel. Cool. Awesome. If you need any Huntworth questions answered, just bunch of Huntworth questions answered. Absolutely. You can always reach out at gmail.com. Hit me up. Awesome. Cool. Boys got anything? Nope. No. Cool. You know what to Thanks do? Thanks for coming on. Go shoot your bow. See you next week.